Y'all, I want to add a, add a welcome. We've, you, you know, we've said we're glad you're here. If there's guests in the room, we're delighted you're here. Family maybe traveling from out of town. Others that are in the community and you've joined us to worship today uh, each week, we, we, we give a welcome and we also uh, invite you to get to know us better. And, and, and one of the ways we do that is we have a class at the first of every month. So next Sunday, 935 service, we have a intro to fellowship class. You go to connectatfellowship.com to find out more about that. It's our deep, deep conviction that, that to follow Jesus uh, requires a community of faith. And whether it's Fellowship Bible Church, Brentwood Baptist, other churches in the community, find that community of faith to walk with. So we, we are constantly nudging those who are visiting and who are guests to take that next step. I also want to say thanks for your giving. It's year end. Um, three ways giving at year end, just to remind you, and these, this is to the family, this is to the church family. But we in our, in our season of global Christmas, less under our tree, more for the world. We'll give you an update on that next week. Uh, it's a million dollars that we're in, inviting the body to d- distribute and invest to local and global partners. And so if you haven't done that, please do that here at the year end. Secondly, um, probably a third of our budget is actually given at year end. So those of you who make year end gifts, I wanna thank you for that encourage you in that. And then finally, uh, you know, we spent the fall working through a process called follow. And that is for us building out this campus connection space over here and then completing and building a campus from the ground up for our Franklin congregation. And uh, if you haven't made that commitment, I just want to encourage you to do that here at the year end. Y'all giving for us, we talk about it every week. and, And I hope you hear us say this. Thank you. I hope you hear that from us. But number two, I hope you hear the reminder, giving is a part of worship. It's a part of our liturgy. It is, it's, a ref, it's a response to God's generosity to us, and that's why we encourage that you give. And it's not just financial, of course, you know that. It's giving our lives away. Well, I'm Lloyd Shadrach, one of the teaching pastors. Uh, I think most in the room would know, but, but some would not if you're, you're visiting with us, serving alongside Rob Sweet, who's our other teaching pastor. You know, we have two congregations, Brentwood, Franklin, we go back and forth. But I'm also joined by my fellow team member up here. Paige, introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Paige Troop, and I'm the leader of our women's ministry and intensives. And just thankful to be able to gather in this time of prayer and reflection on the last day of the year. I know it's everybody's coming off a break out of different rhythms, so it's so significant that you guys as families take this time to come and just gather on this last day of 2023 together. We're going to be this morning in the book of Psalms. So kids, if you've got Bibles, pull them out. Um, In the middle of your Old Testament, the book of Psalms, and we're gonna be reading through Psalms 139, a very familiar chapter. But in this chapter, David gives us a beautiful uh, psalm of reflection. And this song of reflection, we believe, is a sweet way for us to meditate and look back at 2023, and then look expectantly with hope towards 2024. So we invite you to stand up as we read God's word for us today. We're gonna be reading from the New Living Translation version, a little bit different sometimes than normal, so that's also gonna be on the screen that you can follow along with us. Psalm 139. For the choir director, a psalm of David, O Lord, you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. 
You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I am going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and you knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in the utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God. They cannot be numbered. I cannot even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still there with me. Oh God. If only you would destroy the wicked. Get out of my life, you murderers. They blaspheme you. Your enemies misuse your name. Oh, Lord, shouldn't I hate those who hate you? Shouldn't I despise those who oppose you? Yes, I hate them with total hatred, for your enemies are my enemies. Search me, oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. This is the living word of God for us today. You may be seated. So Psalms 139 is a very familiar chapter. So many times during crisis or hard times or confusion, we, we look to this chapter. It's very common that we look at, but such a beautiful, significant reason to come to these verses of what David is proclaiming and and sharing and talking with God about during times of reflection and hard times. Let's look for a second of how he starts this, this chapter. The first six verses, we see David acknowledging this attribute of God, that he is omniscient. Kids, that's a bigger word, but it means that God is all-knowing. If you look in those first six verses, see how many times it talks about what God knows and that he is omniscient. The second part of the psalm, David is proclaiming the attribute that God is omnipresent. He is everywhere with us. Kids, that just means as God is with you when you're at home, when you're going to bed, when you're at school, he is everywhere with us. And thirdly, the next section, David is proclaiming that God is omnipotence. He is ever powerful, that he can do everything, that he is above all plans and all purposes and all ways. Such solid truths to be reminding us of who God is. 
Then the next section, verse 19 through 24, David enters in and shares what we call a lament, a time where he is just sharing his grief and his sadness that it's not how life he thought it would be, that there's enemies and hardship and war coming against God's plans and purposes. And so we see David honestly proclaim that, God, this is really hard and I don't like this. And it's such a beautiful example for us to reflect in. And lastly, David's invitation to God to examine his heart. He's just saying, Lord, help me understand how my heart is and what is going on and how can I follow you more fully? So we look at this Psalms kind of as a framework as we examine and look back and look forward to 2024 as David did here in the Psalm. You guys remember at the Christmas Eve service, if you were here, we reached back historically and grabbed a part of really an ancient liturgy. Uh, with the oantiphons, the call and the response, the call of, of the name of Christ in the Old Testament, the response that would come back. Uh, we're gonna reach back historically this morning. I want everyone to grab the examine that's there on your chair. If there's not one near you, they're on chairs around you, but everybody needs an examine. You'll see that, kids too, and uh, a pen. And so we got pens spread around, and if you need a pen, slip up your hand. For the kids, you should have some crayons. I think we have crayons available. People don't, there's a bunch of them on this front row if you need one. They're, they're in chairs that may be empty. Does everybody have one? Everyone, if you don't, slip up your hand because we're gonna work through this. This is, uh, this is a working morning. Uh, back in 1521, um, Ignatius was thinking, pondering how to draw near to Christ. He came up with some these spiritual exercises that Jesuits practice. And of all the practices, one of them was something he called the daily examine. And it's, you know, it's spelled differently, but it is an examination. It's a look, it's a pondering. And uh, he would require a Jesuit priest to practice the daily examine at certain times during the day. And it's really, it's so simple, but we still do it today because it's a pause and a reflection. And it's more than just going, what happened? It's exploring where I saw God, where I miss God. And uh, this today, you know, we're not just talking about information. We're gonna do some work. And I wanna invite you truly to hang on to this. We'll move quickly through it, but hold it. And it can, I mean this, it can guide you in profound transformation of heart even as you walk into this new year. So let this at least be the beginning. Uh, Paige and I are gonna walk you through each uh, step of the examine and then give you opportunity to engage it. So look, mine's filled in and I'm gonna do it again. So even last service, mine was blank, but as Paige was doing her part and then I would do my part, I sat down and just trust the Holy Spirit to bring something to your mind and jot it down, you will not regret it. So with that, let us walk you through each step. So the first step, we're gonna look up and we're gonna create space to just be aware that God is present with us. As David reminded us in the Psalms that he is ever present in our going out and our coming in. So the first step is just to take space. And I know kids, you may be talking to your parents, you may, moms have a toddler on your hip, even whatever is happening, even if there's noise, even if there's distraction, just pausing and reflecting and inviting in 
that God is present with us. So during these next few minutes, you may reflect on the first few verses of Psalm 139 of how we're reminded that God is ever present with us. You may just sit and take some deep breaths in and out and let yourself become aware that God is with you in this moment right now. Let's spend a few moments acknowledging God's presence. So the examine starts with a, a, a stillness, doesn't it? When we read the Psalms, verse 10 said, your hand will guide me, your strength will uphold me. I, I've written that in my first box because David is saying that in the midst of saying, I can't get away from you, that everywhere I go, you're there. Your hand will guide me, that that's God is present with us. That's the look up. Kids, by the way, one of the things we did on this card for you is the back is blank, and, and I forgot to say this, so I'm saying it now. I've got a top and a bottom, and here's my invitation to you, is to draw something you're thankful for. That's what's gonna take us into this next step. But for all the kids in the room, if you've got a crayon or something, I mean, I had someone show it to me last, one, one, of, the, one of the children, I'd love to see what you draw, but what's, what are you glad for? Love for you to draw that. Just take these moments as we're working through this side that you would draw something you're thankful for. Second step is look around. This is about gratitude, y'all. This is thankfulness. And so I, I want to invite you just to stop. In this part of the exam, and you just stop and you go, what am I thankful for right now? And, and one of the things I've been learning over years is not to neglect the granular, inconsequential, seemingly things for granted. And I mean it. And, and you're gonna, this is gonna sound weird to you, but... Do you ever stop and thank, you, thank God for what songs that we sung in the sense of this, that you're breathing? You ever, you ever just said, I'm, I can breathe without resistance? Have you, ever, have you ever just thanked God that you can walk? See, it's only when we lose these things that we go, oh God, that you woke up this morning. Just list, right, what's there. List your gratitude. Be very concrete and specific.
as we finish up that one, the next step in our examine is to look back. And the theme is attentiveness. We're inviting God to help us pay attention and to bring to remembrance what's happened over 2023. When you think back over this year, what are some great joys that were happened? What were some big highs? When you think back over this year, what are some deep sorrows, some hard places? What are some things that were of concern that still continue to create a weight and a heaviness and consume your mind and your heart? Think as you think about, look back, ask the Lord to bring to your attention what he's done this year. And maybe think of a key word or a sentence that really captured this. Kids, you can do this. You can write pictures of some of the memories you have of this last year. When you look back, what were some great joys, sorrows, and concerns? Maybe a key one of each as we look back over 2023. to look back the next to the last step is look closer you'll see the word discernment uh, this is this is where we look critically uh, not negative critically it's like uh, carefully critically and um, I, as I'm working through this myself I, might, I I would say to you this is where the this is where some very difficult work and good work we do in formation where we look at one of these events picking one from the look back and and we ask ourselves, how did I respond? How did I see God? It may even be this, you go, how did I miss God? Perhaps I resisted God (laughs) on one of them. And so that's all you want to do. You want to, you know, what I've done on mine is I circled one of the things on my deal and I just drew an arrow down and said, okay, how did I respond to that? And I just wrote some words. It requires that kind of discernment and willingness just to name where I missed or where I, where I saw God. Just make note of it. Just write down what the Spirit brings to your mind a look closer.
All right, friends, our last step. Kids, if this is our last one, you've hung in there great with us. Our last step is to look forward. And it's here that we get to have faith. We get to realize that God is never at work in us and that he is constantly fulfilling and helping himself make no more in me, through me, and to follow him and who he is. With David, we spend this time asking God to say, help me to follow your paths of righteousness and your ways and to follow you as you would have me to. So I want in this space for us to just kind of think about how is it that you want to respond and walk and follow Jesus this next year? Differently maybe than last year. How can we learn from what he's shown us in the past? As we look towards 2024, Nobody knows. You may think and you may plan the joys that are going to (laughs) happen or some of the bad things that may happen or some fears or conflicts or big anticipations. But none of us really know what 2024 has in store. But we do know that God is at work in our hearts. (laughs) And we do know that we can trust him to help us respond more fully as he is at work in us. So for me, I pray this this year that I respond whatever happens with more empathy, more leaning in, more loving and listening than just striving and pushing through and getting in my day and getting everything done as I want it to be. What is it that the Spirit is prompting in you this year to respond as He would call and the work that you would ask Him to do in your heart? Let's just spend a few minutes writing down what we look forward to and choose in faith to trust him in what only he can do. I hope that that this examine and you know we've turned the daily examine into an annual examine. I hope this doesn't leave you. I hope it sticks with you at least here through these first months of the year that we can go back and we can develop it, we can go deeper, we can think more fully. For myself, I, I, I chose one of the I, I, on my look back, there's a concern that's something in I chose that, and I and I went and when I went my look closer, I said, how, I, "How did I respond to that particular?" This is no surprise for me because of the way I'm wired. But I responded to that, and I noted here I got angry and I got fearful. That's that's my my go-to. And and in some ways I've missed God, not in all ways, but I noted, man, I I, I missed. And what I put on my look forward, I just said, I. When, I, when I'm, if I'm angry, when I'm fearful, I act out of that, I tend to kind of want to control something. I'm going to fix it. And of course, you can't fix anything. 
And so I, I noted, uh, don't pursue my agenda in that situation. But can I step back and trust God's agenda? And can I join what the Spirit's doing? It may not be what I want, may not be, but can I trust what the Spirit's doing? We'll stand together. If I could offer an altar for you to come to, to bring this and pray over, I can't, but, but in a sense we can and we'll sing about an altar. Let's stand together. And as Carl and, and uh, Kate come back up, join Matt, let me, let me just ask, I did last service, it, it was, a few people said something, but anybody have anything as you went through that examine and perhaps you got to the end and you went, man, this is a way I could respond or I'm hoping to respond differently in the coming year related to this or just something that hits you in terms of gratitude. Anybody, anybody, just right, you can just yell it out to me, raise your hand. Anybody have anything they would share as I share with you? Don't have to. Anybody? Karen? I report to God. Yes. In Jesus Christ. So Karen's reminding us, I report to God and to Jesus Christ. When that's, when that's in line, isn't it interesting what God does in our hearts? Anybody else? Chris, yeah. So it's uh, in your hands. Say it all. <laughs> She's saying, surrender. Teenage kids and surrendering their future. All that's, in, all that's in a parent's heart for our kids to, to open our hands and, and let that go. As we sing and, and, and they lead us, we come uh, to the altar and we know, and may I say this because it's in the lyric, Jesus is always calling, always inviting. And when we bring these things to the Father, his arms, his arms are always, always open wide forgiveness and grace, mercy and kindness, goodness to each one of us.